glad that you guys decided to come back for our second episode because the first episode was a rough go around and I just want to formally apologize for that. It was not rough. We just were not sure what we were doing. We don't know anything that we're doing at all right now. So (laughs) thanks for Google. Um, The last one was a little short. I'll tell you we were in the middle of recording We're talking about this story, having a blast, and all of a sudden, we get this notification on the screen that says, you can only record for 30 minutes, and it was like 24 minutes, and we panicked, so we just shut it down. (laughs) No. Nothing. (laughs) My co-anchor here just uh, completely lost track of what she was doing. Um, yeah, so anyways, you're back. Yes. Glad you're back with us. Um, I promise it'll get better from here. So if you'll just bear with us. I'm learning all sorts of new things. So so one thing that we didn't do last time is um, we didn't actually talk about who we are or anything like that. So I think we should maybe do that this time. Okay. Tell people about us. Mm-hmm. Um, so... This is Sarah Dorr, not mm-hmm. me, her, me. across from me. Um, tell us about you, Sarah. Hey, yeah, so um, my name's Sarah, obviously. Um, I was born and raised in Tampa, Florida, Pasco County, whatever you want to say. Originally Tampa, Florida, known and Pasco County are not the same. Okay, I was, <laughs> I was born in Tampa, Florida. But, well, when you talk to somebody from, like, Wisconsin... You can't say I'm from Land O'Lakes no, or Pasco. They're going to be like, where Tampa. is that? You say Tampa. So yeah. get off my ass. But that's not what you said. You said, I said I'm from Tampa, Florida, Pasco County. <laughs> I was born <laughs> at, in Tampa, Florida, and I was raised in Pasco County. How's that? Perfect. Um, originally known as Sarah Ostovich. Um, I, went to, I graduated from Wesley Chapel High School. Um, I'm not going to say what year, but uh, that is where I met my amazing husband. Um, he was a senior, and I was a freshman, and we were forbidden, but, you know, shit super, happens. Super forbidden. And um, <laughs> so <Legally>. he, <laughs> he, um, he went to the Marine Corps, and I knew that when I got with him, and I was okay with that. And, um, so whenever he came, had, had you been deployed and you came back and we were like, all right, we're fucking getting married, right? You'd already been deployed once. Yeah. Yeah, So we knew something had to happen. I had to live with him or he was going to keep going AWOL and it wasn't going to be good. Not good at all. So, um, my spring break of my senior year, we ran off to Vegas, um, and got married and I nearly had heart failure, but I survived. Um, and that was like 20 years ago? No, what, 15 years ago? 
yeah. married. Um, and then we moved home after the Marine Wait, Corps. What? Whoa. You skipped a huge part in that story. She took her husband to her senior prom. <laughs> so when you yes. went to senior prom. Yes. And you we were, were like, married. Yeah, they were married. I was in my alphas. She was the married chick. Yeah, I was the married girl at, in high school. Okay, continue. So, um, so he got out of the Marine Corps. Um, I was done with that shit. I didn't want him to leave me anymore. So we moved back to Tampa, Florida, and no, we never lived in Tampa. okay, it was the Nona Sassa. We moved to Wesley Chapel. Yeah, you and did. We Wesley, Chapel. Wesley Chapel. Okay. And then you, went you guys are getting Sassa. too <laughs> zeroed in on my timeline right now. This is not good. So yeah. People are definitely going to come find you. So we lived in Wesley Chapel. We lived in Thanata Sasso. We lived in Land O'Lakes. We lived, um, now we live in northern Pasco County area. Um, and we also had a 10-year-old in between there. He wasn't 10 when we had him. He's 10 now. Um and he's awesome. And his name's Wyatt. Um, he's the cutest. cutest and ever. what else are we up to? Oh, we bought a pizza restaurant from Heath's grandparents. Um, that were my grandparents, too. And they were Tiffany's also. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> Small world. 2013. 2013, we did that. Um, blood, sweat, and tears went into that restaurant. And um, we were getting a little burnout with it. We felt like we'd kind of... Got it to its its max potential, and uh, we were ready to move on to something else and decided to get our real estate license together, um, which honestly I feel like really helped us because we got to study together and quiz each other and uh, give each other some good moral support, so it definitely helped us. Um, and lucky for us, Heath's sister is a broker, so she... Yay! She took us on um, under her wing, and thank God, because she's taught us a lot. And I'm here we genius. are. And then we decided to make a podcast. The end. My name, of course, is Tiffany Flanders. I was originally Tiffany Dorr. Um, I grew up in Brooksville, born in Tampa, Tampa, Florida. I still accidentally refer to you as Tiffany Dorr, by the way. I, I think, think I just said it the other day. Everybody still has me on their phone as Tiffany Dorr. Even mom, I'm still Tiffany Dorr in her phone. I changed it. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but um, graduated from Hernando High School in Brooksville. Moved to Gainesville. Um, then moved back to Tampa. And graduated. But was it Tampa? Because we need to be specific <laughs> on locations here. It was, um, at that time, Thanota Sasa. Okay. Um, and then... Hey, were you my neighbor? I was! Oh, my God! Oh, my God. We lived right next door to each other. It was so much fun until my brother started calling my mom and telling my mom about the vehicles parked in my yard. And so-and-so was here. And I was like, okay, gotta go. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that really happened. Um, so then I graduated from USF with a bachelor's in psychology and um, got a job at the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department working as a child protective investigator, and I hated it. Mm -hmm. So um, 
I was there for a couple of years. And I don't then, know how you were there as long as you were. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know how I survived. Um, funny thing, when you work in those positions, so you work for the sheriff's office, um, you're considered a... Um, Flight risk? Civilian, <laughs> not a whatever else they are. Um, because you don't actually, like, you're not a cop, so you're a civilian. So because of that, you aren't allowed to carry um, mace or guns or anything like that. So we're going into the same, if not worse, conditions sometimes um, as some of the uh, police officers, sheriff's department, whatever. And we have no way of defending ourselves if someone comes after us when we're trying to take their children from them. Um, so that was fun. So um, I left there and um, got talked into getting into real estate, and I did it, and I love it. And um, after working for a couple companies, I decided that I really wanted to become a broker because... I never felt like I could ask questions. Uh, when you start out in real estate, you have so many questions. Um, Especially us. Yeah, everybody, everybody. <laughs> you don't know what you, you know, you graduate from real estate school and you, you have a, you're officially a realtor. Um, and um, you don't know what you're doing. So having a broker that you can go to and ask questions and feel confident and comfortable um, in those situations when you're going into someone's house and asking them to list their home with you. Um, I never really had that starting out, so I knew that that's what I wanted to do, and I wanted to be able to help people, and I tell everybody that um, even if I don't know the answer, I will find the answer for you. So we will work together to figure it out, and that's pretty much what we do. Um, I love it. I love my little town. I We are still in Brooksville. I grew up in Brooksville. I don't ever want to leave Brooksville until I can buy my beach house on Anna Maria Island. Um, but I'll We probably, definitely have fun here. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's a great... Brooksville is a beautiful town. And Speaking of which, um, maybe we should enlighten them on our newest... Can we go back to her finishing her story about herself? Oh, oh, um, I got married. We landed in Brooksville. And, and um, <laughs> um, after I got my real estate license, I met my, the most handsomest, gorgeous man in all of creation. Um, his name is TJ. And um, I got married. And I got two bonus children out of it. Um, and, yeah. That's pretty much where we are. Now we sell real estate in Brooksville. What were you going to say, Sarah? Uh, well, before I was rudely interrupted, I was going <laughs> to see if you wanted to mention uh, the video that we were recording at the office. Oh, my day. gosh. Yeah, so we are... Um, no, we can't tell. You want to wait till it's, like, yes. ready to go? Yeah, it and has we'll to, like, be... Plug it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, so just know to... <laughs> that something big is coming from Southern Belle. Yeah. And, um... So if it's... you're not yet, you should go follow, because then you'll have yeah. first access to the goods that are going to be... Yes. So we are Southern Belle Realty on Facebook, Instagram, I think Southern Belle Realty, Inc. 
on Instagram because somebody else has Southern Bell Realty and they're not using it and I'm watching you. Um, <laughs> so if you want to get rid of it, give me a jingle because um, I want it. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> we decided to make this podcast because, um, well, honestly, I, I kind of feel like it was after our experience that we talked about on episode one so if you haven't listened to that you should listen to that and Mm -hmm. then come back to this one yeah but um it just it was just so mind-boggling and absurd that we just were like we've got to tell somebody about this and then we got to thinking about it and tiffany's got all kind of crazy stories and i know that all you guys do too so send them but um i mean it it's just crazy the sort of things that you deal with in real estate that no one really ever gets to talk about, um, but now we are. So. Yeah, So, and just to clarify, if we ever say any names or anything, we change all names. Um, we're not going to tell you who the people are or where it happened at or anything like that. We're just here to have fun, um, not to embarrass anybody. <laughs> or... And if you don't like that, you can get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so something, let me tell you about what happened to me yesterday. So I get home and, um, the house that we live in now, we have these three little girls that live next door to us. So there's a 12 year old and 11 year old and a six year old. I'm going to go with that. I really don't know how old they are, but around that age. Have you met them? Yes, I have every day. They come to my house. Um, so for Christmas, they got, uh, Madeline, my daughter, a scooter, one of those, like a razor. Yes. A razor scooter. Yes. Um, so yesterday was actually the first time they all brought their scooters over and I go in the garage to get Madeline's scooter out because she looked everywhere and she just can't seem to find it. And it was right in front of her, but So I go in there and I grab this scooter and I pick it up off the ground. And I don't know if any of you have kids and if any of you have ever picked up a Razor scooter before. But they don't stay straight, straight, stiff, straight. I don't know. So when you pick them up, they twirl. And it twirled and it smacked me in the back of the foot. Like the like the back of my little I don't know what this guy is called whatever this guy is Achilles. Called. Uh, okay, that. Yeah, remember the sword? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so it smacked me there, and then it twisted around after that smacked and hit me right underneath the ankle bone on my foot. I feel like that's probably the equivalent of like when you slam your shin on a bike pedal. Mm-hmm. I think and that then it would... comes back around and smacks you again. Yep. It's like a double smack. Awful. Yeah. That's why I don't ride bikes. So, needless to say, the scooter one. One. <laughs> Tiffany zero, scooter <laughs> one. Yeah, it was not good at all. Um, so, what else? Anything else fun to talk about? You just want me to jump into my story. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything too crazy going on. Valentine's Day is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Anybody doing anything fun? Are you doing anything fun? I don't know yet. Heath is not divulging that information yet, so I'm sure we'll figure something out. It might just be some uh, garlic bread from Red Lobster, but uh, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> head, 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 head. <laughs> oh, he knows. I've already told him. Yeah. And he's sitting here. I don't know if we told anybody that, but the man that you hear in the background, that's Heath, my brother, Sarah's husband. 
Um, and he's our he's our sound guy, slash assistant, mm -hmm. slash director, director, <laughs> tour manager, <laughs> yes, wardrobe specialist, <laughs> CFO, fluffer. <laughs> Just kidding. This is a family oh, establishment. Gosh. Um, <laughs> all right. So yeah. So tell me. Tell me. So okay. I don't. I haven't heard this story yet, and I'm really excited to hear it because I feel like she, she usually just tells me all the kind of crazy shit she deals with. But well, I feel like maybe I have told you in the past, like a long time ago when it happened, but then we've forgotten it, and I haven't reminded her of anything because I wanted her just to be shocked. So, okay, tell me. Okay, so this was a closing that we had in our office, and it was no shit. We had just started working with this title company. Um, it was maybe the second closing that we did with them to where they were coming in our office. So we were trying to do the closings in the office to make things easier for everybody. So the closer is coming to the office for this closing, and who was that like? It was supposed to be at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So... Prior to the whole thing, um, they're supposed to be doing the walkthrough like an hour before the closing. So they're they're supposed to be going to do their walkthrough. We're you know we're waiting at the office for these people to show up. The buyer's agent calls the listing agent that was in our office and tells her that um, they just got to the house and. All of the stuff is still there. So the buyer had not packed and moved out yet. And this is one hour prior to closing. They're supposed to the be... The seller? The seller. Yes, I said the buyer. I was thinking about the buyer's <laughs> house and confused, but okay. Yeah, the seller had not packed and moved out okay. yet. Okay. So... Oh my God, on closing day. On closing day. One hour before closing. Okay. Okay, so... So she calls us and tells us, well, so the situation here is these sellers are, we've got, we've got man seller and lady seller and they're married, but they're getting divorced. Right. So they are selling the house amicably splitting and going. Um, so we get the call that lady seller is still there. And so we are panicking and, um, apparently they so so we get this call so we're like oh shit okay so we call husband seller and we're like what's going on because we've mostly been dealing with husband seller husband seller we've been talking to lady seller wife seller but not not as much as husband seller so we call husband seller and we're like they're there for the walkthrough we're supposed to be closing in an hour and she's still there and she hasn't packed her stuff yet and he's like oh my god okay I'm on my way over there right now I'll call some friends we'll take some trucks and we'll get her out we'll, we'll be there for closing don't worry about it okay so he goes to the house and we haven't heard anything so in the meantime title is here waiting for closing mm -hmm. and we're kind of filling him in on what's going on and we're like oh god okay so it's happening but they may be a little late mm -hmm. he's like that's fine whatever um and you know this title person and he's very quiet and it was one of his first ones here so the buyers get here with their agent and they're telling us about their experience and they said that they walked into the house and she let them in 
and um, oh so the seller was there the seller was there yeah so she lets them in she's kicking things across the floor <gasps> she is pissed off telling them she didn't have enough time to move out um she's just not having it at all so is he divorcing her because of her high procrastination uh, levels possibly <laughs> yes it was her lack of planning it was not good so she's just she's totally pissed off um so she finally the husband shows up at the office and he's like i got you know, we got as much as we could grab. There's a ton of shit there. He's apologizing for everything. So we're like, okay, all right. So we're trying to figure out in the office, what are we going to do? What are we, are we going to like just pay for a cleaner to go in? Which we're thinking at this point, we're going to have to pay for a cleaner to go in. So we're already kind of working all of that stuff out. So she finally shows up. She's like an hour late. Um, the buyers or the, yeah, the buyers have already signed their side, most of their side. So they're just kind of like hanging out. Um, she gets here, she parks across the street. So those people had just moved in across the street. There's a business right across the street from us. I won't say what they do, but they're a very private establishment over there. And so she parks in their parking lot and she walks over here. Well, we're not going to start anything. We're already walking on eggshells. She walks through the front door and her eyes were like, she looked like she was going to kill somebody. Like we were for sure. I wasn't leaving my office. We were like, not sure what was going to happen. But she knew for what? 30 days? 45 45 days. 45 days this was coming. 45 days. Not enough time. Not enough time to plan. Not enough time to clean your shit up. Not enough time to pack your stuff. Not enough time. Not enough time for anything. Mm -hmm. So she walks in. She's angry. It's real tense. The listing agent from my office keeps coming in my office like every five minutes saying, "Um, what do I do? She's, you know, like, is is it going to be okay? Blah, blah, blah. I hope she signs. Um, let's just get through this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she signs and, um, we're waiting patiently for funding and everything. Well, during that time, the buyers are sitting on the couch in the main area in there mm-hmm. and they're just hanging out. Um, probably just internally. Were they already planning on moving in like that day or the next day? They were planning on moving in the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and their plans changed, but they were okay with it because I think they were living with family or something. Oh, at the so they time. weren't so in they a were, rush to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully. So, um, so they're sitting in there on the couch and she goes to them and she starts, she's, she's all upset. She's crying. Um, in also the husband seller is in the same room and he's on the opposite side. They're not talking. They're not even looking at each other. Like it was really uncomfortable tense the whole situation was really tense um so she goes over to the buyers that are sitting on the couch and she asks them she tells them that she didn't have enough time to get out um i still have a bunch of stuff there are you okay with me coming back tomorrow and getting my stuff and they were just these super nice people and i think they were just hoping that everything went smooth and they closed on their house and there were no hiccups so they say um yeah you know, that should be fine. Well, the whole time this is happening, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm going, <laughs> no. That was a head no, shake. You couldn't hear it, but she no, shook her head. No, no, this is not good at all. Like I'm just holding my breath about this whole situation. 
So, whatever. So they agree. She goes outside. Well, I was kind of watching her out the window, and she went over to her car. She had left her two large dogs in her car parked at the neighbor's, in the neighbor's parking lot. So she went over there to check on them while we were waiting for funding. She comes back over and um, come to find out when she walked over there to check on her dogs, the neighbor in the place came outside and asked her if she would please move her car because they have private things going on over there and they didn't want her to scare anybody away or anything like that. Um, she told her to fuck off. Just flat out fuck off and walked away. Came back into the office. Didn't even... Why wouldn't she not just leave the dogs at the house where the rest of her shit was? Well, because she was supposed to be moving out. So maybe the husband had told her, unfortunately, whatever's there is there and you're not mm. going back and getting okay. it. I think maybe she was thinking... I don't know. So, um... She comes back in. Thankfully, we finally fund. We're hip, hip, hooray. It's over with. <laughs> We're so excited. Like, it's done. We made it through it. I'm going to have to pay a cleaner, but no big deal. Yeah. Fast forward two hours. The listing agent in my office calls me and said that she had just got a call from the buyer's agent saying that the buyers are at their new house that they just closed on that is their house and the seller wife seller is also there moving her stuff out she is all upset yelling she doesn't have enough time to get out she didn't she, she, she it just wasn't enough time for her um during this the buyers that now own this home are standing outside the neighbor comes over and starts yelling at the buyers telling the buyers that they are assholes what that they are forcing her out before she's ready and that um were these they, like older buyers or were they no they're like young they're they're like our age like oh, 30s they should have lit their asses up yeah so i mean <laughs> i mean so these poor buyers at this point, worst experience oh, man. ever. Okay, so they, they go for their walkthrough. It's supposed to be like the best day ever. We're buying a house. So excited. Just shit show after shit show after shit show. And now they're getting attacked by the neighbor who they're like, we just bought this brand new house and this person's supposed to be our neighbor. And now we don't even want to yeah. live here because everyone hates us. So, the neighbor leaves. The buyers call their buyer's agent, who calls the listing agent, who calls me, who says, call the cops. Yeah. We're out of it at this point. Like, I don't, this is awful. This is a terrible experience. I feel so bad for these people, but you need to call the cops. So, the cops come. <laughs> I don't know what all happened. I wasn't there, but seller, wife seller leaves. We paid for a cleaning company, and the people ended up being able to move in to their house. And 
a couple days later, I think it was like the next day, maybe two days later, the, the buyers, we did hear that the buyers, uh, the neighbor came over and apologized to the buyers and just said, you know, she was just, I'm so sorry. Um, I just feel so bad for her. She was having such a rough day. Um, she just felt like she was, you know, I felt like she was being rushed, blah, blah, blah. But let's go back to the fact here. 45 days mm -hmm. you've had to pack your stuff. Well, so do you think, though, like, was she involved, like, th enough that she would have known it was 45 days? Absolutely. Or would the husband have told her no, maybe not? Absolutely. Her? First no. of all, she signed the same contract okay. that the husband signed. True. But, so the dates are on there. But in the very beginning, the listing agent was talking directly to the wife. To, okay. the, to that seller, yeah. And then it was going back and forth. And yes, there were there was more communication with the husband just because it was it seemed to be a little easier that way. Mm -hmm. But she was fully aware. She had 45 days. This is your closing date. You have to pack your stuff. You have to find somewhere to go. She kept saying she didn't have anywhere to go. I don't have anywhere to live. I'm going to go live on my friend's property. I mean, it was just like, it was crazy. Did the husband like haul ass as soon as the closing was done? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not I mean, my problem. Yeah. And I remember the, the agent, the listing agent, even called after about the whole situation, and he said the same thing that I did. Call the cops. Because there's, I mean, what I don't know what you want me to do. But, yeah. So that was, that was the second closing. When we first started doing closings in the office, that was the second closing that we ever had in the office and that's how it went and it was just like so how does that work like if and this might be a stupid question but if you go to closing and you sign the documents and the house has switched ownership but they left a bed on axe or if they left something it's now the new owner right yeah yeah, I mean, you, you do that final walkthrough, and you say, you know, there's yeah. something here, and if, if it's not out by the time you close, then it's yours. If it's left yeah, because I remember when we bought our house, and there was, like, some furniture in the garage, and we owned the house, and they're like, oh, these people are supposed to be coming to pick it up. We let them store it in the garage, and, I mean, we, were, we weren't going to hold their furniture for ransom or anything, but... Did they come get it? They came and got it, yeah. Yeah, like the same day, or... Probably within a few days, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think working with people is one thing, but again, you you know, you have that deadline and but your house the crazy lady. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that your house was weren't they from Texas or something? Oh, she moved to Arizona or something, yeah. Yeah. Um It was. I remember Yeah, that was kind of a that was not the best experience in yeah. home buying either, but. <laughs> it happens. I think everything, you know, even with this situation, like I said, I feel so bad for these buyers that um, I think it was their first house that they had ever bought, and this is their first experience. So they're I never going to buy another never house. again. Yeah, they're going to be like, Fuck it. this is our private home now. Yeah. <laughs> I am never like, I'm never going to go through that again. I just those I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And then the neighbor comes over and starts yelling at you like, what? I don't know. Just insane. It almost would have been maybe a better idea for, like, to just have the cops right off the bat be like, listen, this lady's going to get her stuff out. 
these people are going to claim their new home. We need someone to supervise. Yeah. I mean, what would have happened had the lady thrown her shit and made a hole in the wall or something? I mean... Well, and that would have definitely been an issue. But the, the these buyers, I don't think anything could have stopped them. Because the whole time during this whole thing, I'm saying maybe we should postpone, you know, give her another day to hopefully get her stuff out. Yeah. Um, they did the walkthrough. They're accepting it the way it is, even with her stuff in it and with her coming back. You know, that's just like a whole crazy situation. And then, well, how quickly, if that had happened to me, I'd have had a locksmith. I'd have been on oh, the phone with yeah. the locksmith sitting mm-hmm. at the closing table, like, get to my house yeah. now. Because, you. I mean, she has a key still. Um. I mean, at that time, obviously, yeah. she had a key, and I don't know. It was just worst, worst closing. So she did end up getting her stuff out that day, though, at least, or was it? I don't. She didn't get all of it out, mm-hmm. no. But yes, she got she got the majority. She got what she wanted yeah. out, um, and then left a mess. And then we had someone go in and clean the next day, but I just mm. can't imagine. Yeah, I think it's messy when you're. I mean, she's obviously emotionally distraught in the first place, and then now she feels like she's being kicked out of her home. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Was it an expensive home? Um, I don't, I think it was probably like a 160s, maybe, 175. It's, um, it was a nice home. I mean, it was a nicer. Yeah. The check was worth it then. Yeah. Well, see, and I don't, I don't remember if they sp- I don't remember the whole situation there, but I just can't believe she went over to the neighbors and told them, fuck off. (laughs) Would you be willing to move your car, please? Fuck off. I think at that point she was just so far into crazy town that she didn't really care. I'd hate to be on the road when she drove herself home. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Or the dogs. The poor dogs, probably. That, I just can't. That was the only, I mean, that situation. And then remember when that man came in to the office um, um, the buyer guy, you were here, the buyer guy came in and uh-huh. Kay sat down with him and she was like terrified. That, those oh, were the only, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. He said the mafia was coming after him? Yeah, the that? mafia was coming, coming mm-hmm. after him or the mob it was, well, he said the, did he say the mafia or he the mob? The mafia. Yeah. Um, was coming after him and, uh. Yeah. <laughs> that was those are the only two times that we've really had like a little I'm not so sure about the situation right now. <laughs> Maybe we should have the cops on speed. We need dial. to get like the <laughs> like the banks have the bulletproof yeah, glass like, that can go down. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hit the red button, the alarm button. But in in her situation though, she was sitting in here with I mean yeah. there's no escaping, but oh my gosh. It's crazy. She was okay signing and all and everything though. I yeah, mean, I mean she wasn't like sobbing. No, I, well, I don't think I. Like I said, I stayed in my office. The door was open, and then the buyer's agent and the listing agent kept coming into my office, kind of giving like play by plays. Mm. And then when she was in the main room there, I could hear through the window, you know, what was going on. But when she was in here closing, I really don't know. Hmm. I really don't know. Uh, need to get like a, a camera or something so then we can go back and play the footage and be like this is where she yeah 
told the lady to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Problem with that, though. I don't know about recording. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Privacy. Just that whole situation. Well, that's a good one. Super I like that one. Me out. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got me all anxious and shit, yeah. like... Like a crazy person's going to come in or something. This is your future. Your real estate future. This well, is what can happen. Heath would shut that shit down quick. <laughs> Listen here, crazy. Yeah. Well, we just wanted, you know, trying to keep everybody as calm as possible to let's sign and just get, like I said, those people. I think they were just so excited to have a house that yeah. they didn't care. And some people are like that. Oh, I would be. Oh, they are. You fell in love 45 days ago. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, and then you'd have some people that that would instantly destroy a deal yeah. you know i yeah. mean she could have refused to sign they could have refused to sign because the house wasn't ready you know well, you know you got crazy neighbors so from day one you're yeah oh yeah that would that would scare me for sure no, but yeah, your neighbor the deal there. yeah your neighbor comes over yelling at you and yeah. there's there's no taxi backsies i mean like what do you i know we i were... don't like my neighbor i don't want this house anymore take we it back were, we were at a showing the other day and we were laughing saying like Oh, one of the neighbors came out and was just making small talk or whatever. And we're like, how nice would it be if you could do, like, a neighbor interview before you buy a house? Just yeah. so you can see, like, do I really want to live next to this weirdo? Or Well, I actually went. I was showing houses to some people once. And um, they actually went and knocked on the neighbor's doors and, like, talked to the neighbors just to kind of see, like, get a feel of the neighborhood. And they were yeah. asking them about the neighborhood. Do you like the neighborhood? Is it quiet? Is it crazy? Are there kids? Uh, that kind of thing. They wanted kids because they had kids. So they wanted, like, a kid-friendly neighborhood. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they just went and knocked on the doors. I'm like, What okay, do you like I'll to do here. for fun? <laughs> yeah. Do you let your dogs out on a leash? Yeah. <laughs> do you have, like, a whole uh, questionnaire? Can you just fill this out and mail it to me? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a really yeah. good idea. It is a good idea. We should recommend that to people. Just go knock on your neighbor's doors. Door to door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, see if you like them before we make the offer. Well, I think that's a really good one. Um, if you guys want to send in your stories, I gave you a challenge last week that I didn't think that you would have a better listing story. And I'm right so far because no one has sent me a story yet. So um, send it in. We would love to read them. Um, I know there's people all over the U.S. And, and I'm sure you guys have crazier stories. I mean, Florida. I don't know if you can top Florida stories because it's Florida. But I think it's definitely worth trying. So send your stories to realtytalkstories at gmail. Um, and we will read it live-ish. <laughs> Ish, yeah. Um, I saw on Facebook, I think it was Facebook, there was a story on there, and I, would I couldn't figure out who the guy was, but he was an agent, and he had a showing the next morning, and he, there was a, I guess a combo lockbox on the door that wasn't functioning right, or there was something, he, there was a showing and he had to get the key out. So it's this whole story about him in his garage with all of his tools trying, trying to, to get... open this lockbox, and he ended up using a saw. It took him like two hours to get through. Was it his 
lockbox? It was his lockbox. Oh. I think it was his listing, maybe. I'm really not clear on all the details, but it took him two hours to get the key out of this lockbox. Oh he God. ended up cutting the lockbox open. So the whole thing was that if anybody, if any seller ever gives you any grief about um, a key, getting a key out of a combo lockbox or lockboxes not being safe, let them know that it took this agent two <laughs> hours to it's open this lockbox yeah, in his garage with a garage full of tools. So on a door, probably going to be a little difficult. But I would love to hear his story on yeah. that, like how explain all of this to me whose house was this that's almost as funny as like when you go put a super on a door and then you don't put a key in it yeah (laughs) yeah someone i know did that (laughs) we were just having that conversation yesterday there's a combo lockbox and a super lockbox which i'm assuming that everyone has super but if you don't it's an electronic gadget um that lockbox thing i don't know attaches to your phone i feel like everybody should have one but bluetooth shut up (laughs) bluetooth Bluetooth key box bob um um, but he took the key the agent took the key to get a new key made and the new key that he got made was not made correctly so, so he never put it back in the lockbox. He lock never box. put it back in the lockbox. So then a buyer's agent went to show the house, and there was no key. Hmm. It's too bad he's only been doing it for 25 years. <laughs> we are all learning. <laughs> Every day is something new. It does, he can't figure out these. this podcast anyways, so he won't know we'll ta- we're talking about him. <laughs> I went in there yesterday, and he's asking me about it. Someone had told him about it, and uh, he's like, "I don't, I don't. How do I listen to this podcast thing? Can I put it on a cassette?" I said, <laughs> "I said, do you have Spotify?" And then I said, "Do you know what Spotify is?" And he's like, "Yes, I have Spotify." You gotta rewind. <laughs> do you know what apps are? Do you have an app store? <laughs> So then he goes in and he's like, oh, I must have deleted Spotify. So then he's trying to figure out how to re-download Spotify to his phone to listen. And then the motherfucker falls asleep during the podcast. We were not interesting enough. He really fell asleep? 26 minutes. It's because our voices are so soothing. (laughs) The voices of an angel. (laughs) 26 minutes of podcast and he falls asleep at like 13. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going back to work. And then I go back to my desk and he shut us off and he turned on baseball. That's how much. That is the most boring sport you can listen to over Maybe that's audio. I put it on his radio? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was listening. listening to baseball. I'm pretty sure he was listening to baseball. Wow. It was like very monotone. When you love it, you love it. It doesn't matter how it comes through. It just happens. That's why when he's in there snoring with his head back, like, what are you doing? Listening to baseball. (laughs) Baseball. (laughs) Well, lucky for um, this gentleman because um, our podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts. Also. Um, I just checked yesterday, and we are active. So we're on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 
Yeah, um, and unfortunately, we're not cool enough yet to be, like, on the top when you open your Apple podcast, and then, like, there's our faces. So you do have to search for us. Yeah, but that's your fault. So you need to get on there. Exactly. You need to um, like us, subscribe to us, mm-hmm. give us five stars, four stars, I don't know, the maximum number that it's it lets five, you. Cause five, because I gave us five stars in the middle of the night. It oh, was good. Like I didn't, but morning. I will. you <laughs> We need five. I didn't we know need how the many full amount were. of stars. So if there's only three, we need the full. But uh, there's five. So definitely go for five. If you put less than that, we're not going to be happy with you. We will find you. I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to the the combo lock that you were saying was so amazing because it only took him two hours to get into it. Well, that was off the advertisement is that? That was off the door in his garage with saws and stuff. Imagine if it's attached it to like the a, door. Was it like a master lock thing or was it an actual Supra? No, it wasn't a Supra. Oh, it was so like, it was like a, a Home Depot. It, yeah, it looked like like a combo a combo yeah. box thing. But 2 hours, I mean if it's on the door, how are you going to take your saw to the I mean you can, but it's going to be pretty obvious. There's a guy standing outside of your door with a saw. Well, but I could assume, too, I mean, I don't know how deep we want to get into the conversation of removing combo lock boxes, <laughs> but you could probably snip it off, and then he probably had to take it into his garage with a saw to bust into the actual key holding place, Listen, is what I put together. I'm Here's... sure everybody listening would love to hear about combo locks, because they've all experienced all the horrors of them, so every time I go there, I'm thankful. Horrors? I'm thankful that the box actually opens. Works, yeah. How many, have you broken nail yet on a combo box? No. I chew mine. Um, I have broken probably like five. Oh, on the little lever to open it? Five thumbnails on those things. Yeah. Yeah. I am so over combo boxes. Mm -hmm. And now the springs, like all of mine that I bought, Yes, I still have some combo boxes that I use on vacant properties and things of that nature. Um, So, mine, the springs don't work. So, when you push the button down, it doesn't spring open at you. So, you have to, like, hold it, push, and somehow pull towards you. Yeah, push and pull at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, what? Maybe that's what you, that's your next invention. A combo lockbox that actually opens. Spring open. That works. I mean, they make these things. I feel like they are made for this type of situation. Construction homes, mm-hmm. um, things, you know, listings, whatever. So why would they make them to where they only last for like 50 openings and then they're garbage? Ask China. For you buy them. That's true. And you'd be cheap and buy the cheap ones anyways. That's true. Well, that's where a uh, handy-dandy Bluetooth mm-hmm. lockbox. Yeah. yeah, they should just all be Bluetooth. And in. even if it's not even Supra, they should, like, Home Depot should sell where, like, Quickset, maybe they have an app that you could download, and then you have a code, and you just Bluetooth it. It's hackable. Someone's going to hack it. Someone can just walk right into your house. Disagree. Just like um, <laughs> uh, just like all of these electronic 
it's all hackable. Obviously, the guy proved that you can get it off, take it in a garage, use your saw for two hours, and bust it open. I kind of feel like, though, if you put that much effort into getting into... Then you earned it. (laughs) I mean, you have... you, You win. That's all. Well, and for what? I mean... For I mean, unless there's people's thing, if it's a if it's occupied, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you have a combo lockbox on a house that's occupied and there's people living in it, you're a jackass, and mm. you, you're a jackass. That's all. Sorry, that's all I can say. You're, the broker says you're a jackass because protect your client. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, anybody. We've all looned, learned. Learned. We've looned. We've all learned from Supra that even if you don't have a CBS code, you you should have a CBS code because people can show your property. True that. Without asking. So. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you put that CBS code on, they have to call you and say, hey, what's the CBS code? And then you can give them that eight digit number, nine digit. I don't even know how long it is. It's long. My question is always, how do I remember that? How am I supposed to remember that? Because I don't think you can't just make that up. I don't no, but think you just you just hit the home button and the picture button on your phone, and it'll save <laughs> an image that has no, the combo. <laughs> I mean, like when you set it up, say you've oh, got fifty I'm listings, sh- yeah, and you're trying to remember the CBS code on every. So that's when a a uh, handy dandy office staff comes into play for sure. Mm-hmm. Rhonda. Yeah, just make a little spreadsheet, something. Yeah, I need the CBS code. Call these folks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my... Okay. That's what I got. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, we'll have another one coming at you next Tuesday. Um, so stay tuned. Keep an eye. If you're not already following us on Instagram, um, it's Realty Talk Stories. Facebook is also Realty Talk Stories. Um, so go on there and follow us. Uh, we post stuff every once in a while, funny shit that we don't always talk about on the podcast. So it's exclusive. Um, like us, share us, subscribe, all that shit. And tune in next week. Bye. Bye.